Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. We are here on another wonderful Sunday evening. Your chair is so creaky. I know. I need to WD-40 it. <laughs> we just need to throw it away. We really do. We'll wait until our house is done. Anyway, back for another episode of Finding Joy in Our Journey. And I'm getting glares from my chair. <laughs> Let me just settle in here. <laughs> oh my gosh, your chair. <clears throat> Babe, you got to fix that. I know. So, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, this is the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. Week of giving thanks. The week of overeating. <laughs> yes. Oh, blessed turkey. Oh, gross. No. Oh. I used to love it You guys, it I as have tried. Now I've got little Miss Vegetarian over here. Not quite. Not that I'm against anybody who's vegetarian, but having a wife that's vegetarian, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not full vegetarian. I'm not full vegetarian. Maybe we should start another another mixed podcast. I used podcast. to love turkey. <laughs> I would eat the leftover and just dip it cold in mustard. Like, I loved that. That's but disgusting. That was delicious. I used to eat hot dogs out of the cold packages as kids, too. I mean, how many people can say that? I bet you a lot. Uh, I don't think I ever a did. A random, I used to boil, not boil, I used to cook a bologna slice until it became a bowl. With And then I put my SpaghettiOs in it and keep warming it. The bologna was my bowl. That That is like the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Oh, it totally is disgusting. That is... <laughs> Super random fact about me yeah. as, a ch- as a child. Well, maybe we'll start another podcast. Oh my gosh. Like, How to Rescue a, Brandy. A, no, it'll be like a mixed, <laughs> mixed, uh, meat Arian, a mixed Arian. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. A meat Ain't eater versus a non meat eater. <laughs> yeah, no a non meat eater. No way. Oh man. That's anyway, funny. think, happy Thanksgiving this yeah. week. Hopefully, you all have plans to be with loved ones near and far we're gonna be in idaho what's something you're thankful for um i'm thankful for a lot of things we have our daughter joining us tonight she's not gonna really say anything yo yeah except for that just as a listener um that's probably my top thankfuls is i me oh for sure Gosh, you narcissist. I just derailed the conversation. Oh, man. No. Um, I don't know. I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful for my family, obviously, and uh, my children. I'm thankful for music. Music really touches my soul. It speaks to me. I feel like it answers my, my uh, ponderings, my prayers. In moments where it was the exact thing I needed to hear. Um, I'm thankful that we are in a situation to be able to build a home. Yeah. To start a new chapter. Yep. I'm thankful for where we live now. I mean, I could go on and on for good vehicles, for neighbors. I'm I'm thankful for a lot of things. You're just a thankful person. I am. Well, I am. I'm. I have to obviously plug the podcast. I'm thankful for, um, first of all, I would have to say I'm thankful for Marriage on a Tightrope podcast yes. for Katie and Alan Mount, um, that they have uh, started a group f- 
for mixed faith marriage couples and we are part of that and now we are trying to branch off and help too how Mm. we can you know yeah so that's my list Uh, your turn come on down that was a long list boy do we have any time left (laughs) Quiet you. <laughs> um, no, I'm thankful for a lot of the same things. I'm thankful for uh, definitely my wife, and, my wife and kids, um, first and foremost. And um, I'm also thankful for, you know, I got to say, I'm thankful for, for the experiences that we've had recently with our son coming out. And for the people that we have met, for the, for the journey that we have been able to take with him in that, um, we have met some people that have, I would say for me, have changed my life. Changed our lives. Yeah. Um, I don't want to speak for you, but, yep, you, um, absolutely has changed my agreed. life. And mm-hmm. I would also, um, in, you know, in piggybacking off that. I would have to say that I'm grateful for my faith crisis. I am grateful for the eyes that it has given me and the challenges that have come as a result of that. Um, they, for for the most part, have been um, have been good. Have been have been growth inducing. Healthy. <clears throat> yeah, I I don't think I wouldn't say that they've been like. 100% positive because there's definitely been some negatives that have come from it. Right. But I, I'm grateful for it. Um, yeah, it just has been, it's been a, it's been a very weird gift. Um, yeah. And it's just yeah. brought some opportunities and challenges. Not, I, I don't want to, I, I don't like calling them struggles um, because that carries a negative connotation. Um, I just think that they have been opportunities and challenges for for new new growth so i'm grateful for that and i'm grateful for um for the people in my life that have been there as a result of it so anyways that's uh that's my list so think of things that you are grateful for and have a fantastic thanksgiving yeah moving right along Okay, so topic of today. Um, We recently started a Facebook page. Yay! And we're really excited about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Today. Yeah, we started our Facebook page today. And we wanted to kind of get that started so that we had uh, a medium to send out to people. Kind of like a centralized location rather than being on like my personal feed and Brandy's personal feed. Right. So, and as a result of that, we also invited people to send their questions, um, things that they were curious about. And so we got a few questions and I think we can just kind of dive right in and kind of talk about those. Some of them um, we have talked about on previous episodes. So if you um, want to listen to them in deeper dive, um, go back and listen to the other ones. Yes. Because they're there. I do want to first. Uh, I had an experience today really quickly. 
before oh, yeah, we, we got to check in. Yes, I have to talk about that. Um, as far as the week, it's been good. It's been fine. Yeah. Um, but today at church, I was sitting there with two of my boys, and the ward choir went up to sing. And when they announced it, I got like really uncomfortable. And you you have to understand, Ryan was the choir director this last year and a half, two years. Yeah. And he's so incredible, you guys. He's something that first attracted me to him was because he can sing. <laughs> and he he wooed me with a song he wrote about another girl. It's fine. To the point but, that she was like, woo, woo. Yeah, right? I actually woo wooed. No, but then that's how he proposed to me too. He proposed to me with a song. And so that's a teeny short story. So I'm sitting in the in sacrament meeting today. The choir gets up and I just felt so, I felt so sad. I got so overwhelmingly sad and I stopped playing dot to dot with my son <laughs> and just sat and listened to the choir and just kind of reminisced about when Ryan was up there and, and I was in choir. I'd go and support him even though I didn't love it, but I did love watching him. He's very passionate about that about music and leading and getting out of people what he wants things to sound like. And I missed it a lot. And right then I got a text and it was Ryan and it just said, I love you, Brandy. And I know he felt something. I know he felt guided to say something to me. Yeah. Well, right at that time, it was about 9.30 when I was turning on to um, the street to get to my um, faith transitions group that meets on Sunday mornings. And I ha just had this overwhelming feeling like, man, if I could just like be dressed for church and like just be able to drive down and surprise her um, just to be with her, that it would be really cool. And... And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just kind of like impossible to happen. And so I was like, and it's 930. By the time I get home and get dressed, I won't be getting there in time. And I was like, but I just need to do something. And so I was like, hey, I'll just send her a text and let her know that I love her. And then it was at that time that you texted me and told me about the situation. And I was like. We're so connected. We're so connected. <clears throat> it was awesome. It was it was such a sweet moment that we yeah. that we got to share today. Uh, but yeah, bittersweet. So, yeah, that's sometimes church can be really hard. Still, still, yes. I mean, gosh, we're like old veterans. You know, we're like yeah. six months into this, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to share that I with you. So. It was. It's just kind of we've kind of felt off. A little bit today and I think it's for me that's why it just is yeah memories of times together and watching him do things that I loved watching him do so anyway moving back to the questions yes so one of the first questions that was on there was uh, Ryan your feelings on the mission versus now um, what is the what is the difference in your spirituality then versus now and if you could go back in time, what would the you now tell your missionary self? And 
That's hard. It is hard. Because and I've, you have to validate your mission and what you <clears throat> believed and how you felt yeah. then. I have so thought, hard. I've thought pretty extensively about it today, kind of like off and on. And my answer to that would be that my spirituality has changed. It's been more of like a, a lateral move in terms of I view spirituality very differently than I did before. Would you would you agree with that? Yes. Um, it's been something that I have learned for me is entirely separate from religion. A very personal relationship with your higher power. Right. Or your energy. Yeah. yeah. And so the... Uh, the aspect of that, you know, part of the mission, I feel like the mission is a very religious thing um, because you are serving for a religion, right? Um, but my spirituality now, I think, is something that I'm still discovering. Um, I don't know necessarily what that looks like yet fully. Um, I've tried out different things. You know, I've tried like meditation, and which I really like. I just need to do it more regularly. Um you know, I, spirituality sometimes can be, um, you know, when I was going to the gym regularly is something that I would feel that connection with self. Mm-hmm. So I think for really anybody, I think that connection, that spirituality is something that you have to kind of discover what it is for you. Especially and, when you're, when you are starting over, mm-hmm. it's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what would you tell your missionary self from now? From now? To 19-year-old Ryan. Ooh. So you asked me a question earlier today when I brought this up, this question, and I asked you, I said, what What would you say to that? Or like, how would you see that? And you're like, well, you can't discount the experiences that you had. And and I was like, no, absolutely. I, I won't discount those experiences. But personally, um, I feel like, the things that I have learned and the, the, the things I've read, the things that I have studied don't point to the actual truth as to what I was preaching at the time. And so it would be very easy for me to discount my mission and say, then it's all complete uh, garbage and I wish that I hadn't gone because I was just out there teaching people something that I didn't know the, the fullness of. And I think right at the beginning of this, I was very quick because I think somebody asked me a question about like, well, what, did, what, what about your mission? And it caused me to go, ooh, right at first. And then I was <laughs> like, wait a second, hang on. Because it would be very easy to be negative. And instead I said, what are the positives that I pulled from my mission? And... For me now, my mission is something that I learned a great deal of respect and love for a culture and a people that I didn't understand or know. Um, I learned a new language. You still have I learned love for some food from there, there and, and just the yeah. Brazilian people in general. Um, so for me right now, I I can't look at the mission as a religious spiritual like because I personally don't believe that those things that I was teaching were true anymore. So what I would say to myself now, being looking back, is I would say, Don't go. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. Oh my goodness, no. No, because we. I, I'm totally being sarcastic. <laughs> But yeah, we've that. had that talk that like what if our boys decide to serve missions yeah and part of you has said i would maybe say don't go don't go <laughs> you know but we we yeah. talked more extensively sure. but i was kidding um <laughs> what i would probably say to myself is enjoy the people learn to love the people learn to appreciate the culture learn to appreciate new experiences new foods new you know things learn the language well um, and just enjoy being there. I imagine maybe teaching with your heart that if you, if something doesn't quite sit right with you fully in your religion of choice from you now till then teach. Yeah, but that's not, heart. but that would not be possible to just yeah. teach, you know? So I, if you were, I don't know, it, it, clearly if you are a person that don't, you know, doesn't believe in the religion, then you're not going to go on a mission. I mean, I guess some people have. I don't know how good of an experience it was for them, but that being said, I think I would just say, just enjoy the people and really just just find a love for the people. That's all. Awesome. Um, okay. Okay. Next question, and you get to answer this one. I think we both can. Have you ever had doubts or questions as a kid that you kept to yourself or buried that you now realize were legit? So two things came to mind when I read this question. The first one. It, there was actually a comment. I'm right in line with the with the guy that asked this question. The first one being, and I I think I've just like blocked it out completely. I was in seminary as a teenager, and we had a an anonymous question box, and I asked a question, and I know it was about Jesus Christ, but I can't remember the question, and I'm so sad that I can't because I would love to know what I think about it now. Uh. But the reason I've forgotten it, well, <laughs> other than brain surgery, <laughs> is that this teacher that I had, when he pulled my question out, you get that flushed, oh my gosh, that's my question, does anyone know it was me type feeling? He read it, and then he folded it back in half and said, well, duh, and giggled, Ooh. and then put the question away. And for, for me, I was like, wow, I'm not asking questions anymore. I'm not even sure. going to ask them. It made me feel so devalued. No one else knew that it was mine, but I did. And I obviously someone asked it for an answer. It wasn't a joke. And I'm so sad that I can't remember what it was. Uh, so that question kind of reminded me of that experience. The other thing that... Uh, that I remember feeling as a kid and I still feel it now is the whole creation thing with God. And I, it actually would make me really upset as a kid. And even as an adult, we would have adult, conversations and she would just get really pissed and emotional and finally say, mm. I can't, we're done talking about this. Stop. We're it, not doing this anymore. Yeah. I couldn't. It's, it's too big for my brain to try to understand. And that yeah. is the, creation of god himself where did god come from where did god come from come from where, where did because nothing can't be created from nothing i can already feel my anxiety like <laughs> <sighs> and so and no one can tell me there's Which came first the chicken or the egg right and nobody can tell me the answer and so it would lead from that to be well where did dirt come from and they'd give me an answer i'm like okay well where did that come from 
well, well, where did that? And it just kept going and it made me feel so out of control. I don't know that that, anyway, that's, that's how I would answer that question. I still feel the same way. I still don't understand it because nothing can't come from nothing. Nothing comes from nothing. I totally was thinking that. (laughs) Nothing ever should. (laughs) So that's my answer to that question. And I can't answer them now. So you're up. (laughs) Um, Did I have doubts or questions as a kid that I kept to myself? I, I'm sure that I did. Um, You don't really remember? Well, actually, you know what? Probably I didn't. I think probably at the time I probably just accepted everything. Well, I know that you didn't do that because your elders corn president would come and pull you out of bed on Sundays that you didn't want to go. No, this was your, your, yeah, your young men's president. I just, it's because I was being lazy at the time. I was just being a teenager. I don't want to go to church. I don't really want to go. This is really stupid. It's boring. People get like all emotional about things that they don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. I just was being a teenager. Okay. Um, I do think though that. I think there's been things more as an adult that have hit me that I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's right. Um, And I will also say, too, that anything that ever was posed as contrary to the church in any way, shape or form, I treated it as the plague. You just didn't look at it. You absolutely avoided it like it was the worst disease in the world. Sure. And you just did not period. So I really didn't even know about things. You yeah. know, I really honestly truly didn't. I think that's why it shakes us so bad now. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things yeah. that are coming out and I think there's mass exodus of people leaving the church and it's because there is access to records History. and materials that we haven't had before. Um, you know, in in the the level that we do now. But yeah. So, yeah, I think that hopefully answers that question, kind of. Um, Okay, the next one. um, Do I feel that there is a difference between the gospel versus the LDS church? Yes, I absolutely do. I believe that gospel is something that is taught by good people. Um. And that can be anything that can be secular, that can be religious. I just think that gospel can be whatever is good, whatever is good. Um, And sometimes the, I'm going to say it, the LDS church doesn't teach things that are, that are good. Sometimes they don't. They teach a lot of things that are good. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but they do teach some things that are not. And we've touched on those um in previous episodes that's um, where our filters can come in yeah i mean lgbt is one big one of it but yeah um and then in continuation on that question as in do you believe in the gospel of jesus christ but feel the lds church is no longer an example of the gospel and i would have to say that i do feel like that happens i feel like there's a lot of talking out of two out of both sides of their mouth one is love everybody Treat everybody like Christ would, but then the next thing that is said is contrary to that. So, and has my faith in the gospel been shaken? 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'd it's say a little shaken. bit. Shaken and stirred. Just a little bit. <laughs> Earthquake, <laughs> yeah. tsunami Yeah. It's, Mine has too. Yeah. It's been very much so. Very much that way. Yeah. And if you hear the door opening and closing, it's because our kids don't know how to read a sign that says recording. Please don't make a comment. <laughs> so, anyways. Real life, y'all. Real yeah. life. Okay. Okay. Where are we at? The last two questions, Ryan's saying that I get to answer both of them. Maybe maybe you can put your thoughts in if you feel like they... I think you can help me with this one. Have any of your kids followed in Ryan's steps of uncertainty of the church? If so, how have you handled it? Have they been able to make their own choice as whether they want to stay or go? I would say that, yes, some of our kids have questioned things and we're okay with that. We want them to question things. We want them to talk to us and research. And I mean, Reagan, are you okay if I share? Yeah. Okay. She actually came to us probably last year before Ryan officially even said, I'm questioning things. I think I might not believe. Do you remember this conversation in our room? We were... In our room, and she came to us and said, "I don't, I don't know if I believe in the church. I don't know if mm-hmm. I believe in Joseph Smith." And she said, "I don't know if I want to be a member of the church anymore." And there's some other personal things in there that I will leave out for now, but it basically came down to, she said, "I just, I don't want to be a member of the Mormon Church." And some of it was because of other Mormons' behaviors towards her, which is super sad as a teenager. Um, however, we talked it out and we talked about how we obviously said, we love you. We support you. We want you to find this for yourself. We said, well, maybe I said, I probably said this is if you, if you don't want to be a member of the LDS church, try to find some religion, try to find something. (laughs) Ryan's like, um, this was this was then. Or just a power. I yes, or a higher power to believe in that you could connect with, right? And don't go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what I'm getting at is I wanted her because it was kind of like, well, I just I just want to go. I just don't want to be a part of it and I didn't want her to base it on nothing. Right? If you join another church, why are you joining that church? Don't just go, well, I'm not a Mormon anymore. I'm going to be whatever. You know, with no, with no explanation. Well, even with that, I'm so, I don't it's, know. I'm this sorry. is just the conversation I know. Had. I'm sitting here so, like. <laughs> anyway, we ended it um, with her knowing that we obviously loved her and supported her. Does she still go now? Yes. I think she still goes now because she doesn't want me to go alone. Is that a true? 150%. She goes because she doesn't want me to sit alone with just my two boys. Gavin. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> I think it's okay. It's It teaches her compassion. I know, but. So as far as Gavin. Do you feel like that makes. I'm sorry, but do you feel like that makes me like a bad person because I don't go? Because I don't want you to be alone? No, because I think that right now you are still in. A in healing, in a healing phase, in a 
angry, bitter phase with your peaks of positive, seeing the light type feelings. So, because you've told me, you said, I wanted to come today and sit with you. So, even if it might be kind of hard for you to hear what's talked about, you're willing to do that. So, down the road, it might not be, you know, that she has to feel that she's coming to just sit with me. I think that I think that you hear things that you still, that resonate with you or make you feel good or positive. Not yeah. necessarily that you believe everything. Yeah. Um, as far as the boys, Peyton and Hayden, I'm totally like saying names. That's okay. They go, they're, I think they're too young to kind of really love or really, really, really understand, which super annoys me because they've both been baptized <laughs> at eight and made that first covenant, you know? So, Sign and Peyton, you know. the Peyton is struggling, deciding if he wants to become a deacon right now. Yeah. And that's okay. We'll navigate that how we can. But right. Gavin, he doesn't go anymore. It's very painful for him. Well, it's not a safe place for him. It's it, just not. True. It's not. It's a very, yeah. So to answer that question, we have, we kind of are all over the board right there. And the last part of this question, have they been able to make their own choice um, whether they want to stay or go? Oh, and how have we handled their uncertainties? I, w- I got to say, I was really impressed one night. We went down to tuck kids in and Reagan was in bed and on her board, she's got a big, huge whiteboard in her room and it was like balloon city. It was, it was completely covered, covered with like brainstorming balloons on all religious aspects of, you know, and they were all centered around like here, you know, who is God? And then it just kind of went from there. And I mean, it was it branched off. It branched literally it covered the entire whiteboard. And I was really pleased to see that because she's thinking. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's thinking, I think kudos high five to us parents, I well, guess we're trying to teach that. Right. I want, you know, like, but we haven't always been like that. No, and no, no. I wanted to mention it's that with this question. Sure. How have we handled it? Because I think I've mentioned before with our first two, we were like, you're right, you're getting baptized. That's what you mm-hmm. do. Um, we've definitely changed that. Beliefs have shifted. Yes. Yeah. And how have we handled it now? The boys, the younger boys still go with me. Reagan and Gavin, they're kind of, they're off and on. Uh, Gavin's not going. Reagan's off and on. And we handle it. Quite well, I think. Yeah. They know that we support them in their views, mm-hmm. in how they see things. They know that we love them and that they will su- that will support that we will support them, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. No. Yeah, I paid her to say that. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. And okay. to stay or go, they absolutely know that we we love them and that we want them to find peace and happiness. And I personally love. The concept of having God or a higher power, a connection to something. I think it's powerful. I think it's personal. I want that for my kids. However, I will support them with whatever they choose. And I know, Ryan, you're you're right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last question. Uh, Brandy, do you feel as though your faith is wavering at all? <laughs> Or have you felt more sure in your belief or knowledge in the LDS church? I'm going to address that word knowledge right now. <laughs> I am not a studier. I have always struggled with studying 
reading back in school too. Um, I would have to follow my mom around the house with books to do book reports and take notes every chapter because I have a really hard time comprehending. Unless it really grabs me, I really struggle. I do not enjoy reading. With that said, going to the religious aspect of the, the knowledge of the church, I feel like I am, I want to say a, like a lot of other members where we've just done what we've been told. And we've, we were hit and miss with reading, hit and miss with prayer. And I don't have, let's just say this. I don't want to Bible bash with someone <laughs> because I don't feel confident in my knowledge of scriptures. Now, if we want to flip this to a personal feeling of my faith, of my spirituality, of my religiousness, I can talk about that. I think that's probably what the question was addressing. Well, I just wanted to address both. The knowledge. She she put that specifically in there, and I feel like that kind of... Sure. Anyway, is my faith wavering or have I kind of doubled down I kind of take that as that I am definitely wavering I won't go into detail as to what history I have learned but I don't know how someone can hear that or learn that and not have their faith shaken to the core I just don't do I still believe that the church is good for me I would have to say I'm on the fence there as well right now. Do I find value in the church? Yes. I love Jesus. I believe in God. I find value being at church, hearing things that are talked about that I can take home and filter for me. I find value in being there in sometimes trying to speak out. I... I'm finding it harder for me to do that because I feel like we've kind of been turned away and I'm finding it trickier to want to speak out against that because I don't want to be shunned more. It kind of hit me today. So to answer that, yes, my faith is definitely in the church is definitely wavering, but I still go. And I find the value and the pieces that fit for me and resonate with me. Yeah, that's a, it's kind of a doozy one. That's a hard one. Yeah, it's, it's an open question and it's one that kind of commands a, a vulnerable answer, an honest answer. Right. Well, and something and... that struck me too is I've never been challenged with religion yeah you know i mean i've had a jehovah's witness come to my home before and what they share with me i find very parallel with our with the lds church so it didn't challenge me i have relatives that aren't of of my faith and they know their stuff so it just kind of didn't i never really got into hot topics with them i didn't find it necessary i just love them and they love me. and But I've realized I don't get challenged religiously. So I haven't ever had to really, really deeply dive in. Yeah. I mean, I didn't it's even... It's spoon-fed. 
Yes. My, 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 my testimony, I'm putting quotes up because it's, this is a hard topic, is um, Joseph Smith. I was married, I think Reagan was a baby when I f- finished the Book of Mormon and the Doctrine and Covenants and received my my own personal belief or revelation on Joseph Smith. And I say that with quotes because history has come forward and has challenged me and it has definitely shaken me to the core. So I will leave that there. I don't want to get too too deep in that. But challenging is good. Questioning is good. It's okay to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. I feel like I've grown. I've become, like you said earlier, you have new ears or new eyes. We both, with Gavin's situation, with our church situation, we have got new ears and eyes. The world is so huge outside yes. the box. Yes. It's and that's so good. big and so huge and so amazing and yeah. so beautiful. And it's not dark and scary. Right. Outside the box. It's not... But while you're still in, it is scary. Yeah. 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 And that's a thought that I have. Like, what if, what if I do end up leaving someday? Right. How will I be viewed? Because we have this podcast. And I just listened to Katie or to the Katie and Alan Mount on their podcast. And she said it too. And Ryan and I had just talked about that that previous week together. (laughs) Like, what if I end up leaving, Ryan? How do we support this still? Because I don't plan on it anytime soon. But it's a question that I Mm. have. And it, it makes me very uncomfortable because it's point, all I know. At that point, it would be something that, you know, you we just provide support for people that are going through that. Yeah. Because that's what it is. That's in the, in the future if, it, if that comes to be. So anyway, that is our podcast tonight. That's it. I liked it. Yeah. This was, this was fun. I like doing these Q&A things. Um, I like hearing people's questions i like reading them and and seeing what people are curious about so anyways um seek us out on facebook now you can find us on facebook um just search finding joy in our journey we're there facebook it's got our big beautiful faces right there it's (laughs) not hard to find um but reach out there and share share on that page we want you to let's have dialogue let's talk let's um We've used other other Facebook groups that I've mentioned already tonight, and it has been so amazing. I reached out today and said, please, I need support. Yeah. I'm really hurting today. And it, it's so, so great to have feedback and support right then. People yep. are there, and we can talk it out and share each other's vulnerability. And yep. So share your story. Yes. Share your story. Be willing to do that. Um, because, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that can benefit from it. This is bigger than us. It really yep, is. And we far. want to... We want to help those we can, yep. in or out. So, okay. thank you yeah, for letting us for letting talk. us talk again. Yeah, and supporting uh, us. And yeah. have a good Thanksgiving, guys. We'll yeah. talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Every bone screaming, I don't